0: And welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Cuddly Poof, and this is level 274. Joining me tonight is Cush Moose. Hello. Am I on time? Hey. Am I here? You are on time. Oh, I the okay. one that was late. Ah. <laughs> that was very late tonight. And also joining us is Not Big Al. He decided to take the week off, so we'll see how his FOMO is. Instead, we have Wild West 08. What's up buddy? What's up?
1: Do you have a minute to talk about your Starship warranty service at all?
2: (laughs) I I had a feeling this was gonna
1: happen. It had to. We had to get a Starfield (laughs) reference in.
0: So how much time have you put into Starfield?
1: Uh, I put about 70 to 80 hours in. Got it all finished up and ready for the DLC whenever it comes in. But it was pretty funny. It was like 20 20 minutes in the game. Sorry, about 20 hours into the game. I just take my ship to a random planet just to look at it. And I get stopped by this guy and he's like, Hey, can we talk about your warranty on your starship? I was like, no way. (laughs) Like literally (laughs) like how much real world stuff it was. It was just, I laughed and my wife came out and she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, look, (laughs) look at this.
2: Apparently, I'm buying a warranty. Oh my God.
1: (laughs) I did buy the warranty. I got the diamond package.
2: Oh, I gotcha. (laughs) What a
0: sucker. I know. You never buy the
1: warranties. (laughs) When you're drowning in credits, you buy the warranty. Oh, big (laughs) spender over here.
2: So you're not going to be stocking up for the DLC? You're done playing? You're just going to wait?
1: I am going to go back. I've been wanting to uh, go back because there's some other missions I want to do. and uh, I haven't played a lot in New Game Plus. I just kind of kept everything on my first playthrough, uh, enjoying it. But I had a lot of fun with it. And yeah, it was it was worth it, I think. But
0: gotcha. have you completed the game, or are you just like at a done point? I have completed. Well, I've gotten the. I've completed the game.
1: I've gone to New Game Plus, and I've also gotten the thousand achievements. G, achievements. Wise,
0: yeah, I've gotten a thousand G two.
1: Nice, that's what counts. It was Did you pretty build any sim-
2: fancy starships. Did you build like the Millennium Falcon? Oh, or- that's
1: why I want to go back. I want to build the Falcon <laughs> Bezos or <rocket>. <laughs>
0: How far have you gotten into it, Nate?
2: Uh, about an hour. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All on the character creation.
2: <laughs> no, I got. I, I spent very little time on character creation. I got off the planet. Uh, I did a little bit of flying, so, so I guess I got off the planet. Um, and because uh, I was like, "Oh, I need to go get this suit because apparently the suit's awesome, and you can just you can steal it through this case." So, like, I'm totally going to do that. Uh, so I, I did that and then I was like oh and now I'm supposed to go get the Mantis ship and, and I was like ah I need to do something else <laughs> so I bounced off it pretty quickly <laughs> uh, I will probably nah I'm never going back um, it, realistically yeah, you, I'm probably you haven't <laughs> gone back yet you ain't yeah, going back realistically I'm probably not going back to it anytime soon and if I am not for the completion you'll, you'll but, go back uh, in knows? 10
1: years when uh, when it's getting ready to get off Game Pass for some crazy reason
2: Exactly. When oh the my fifth God. version of it's been released, um, yeah, maybe.
0: I don't think that's going to happen with Starfield. Nah. No? I could see five more releases for Skyrim before a yeah, re-release gonna say, so of it's Starfield. not going to
2: Skyrimize it? Nah. The toaster version? They're not going to have the toaster version of
0: Starfield? I'd be surprised. I could see a Starfield re- re-release in like 2028 when there's like Xbox Next, whatever the crap they're going to call it. Yeah. See, I've I'm still in the same place. I can't I can't get back into it. Fast travel to game just can't do it. Like it's still installed in my Xbox. And we were talking about this beforehand. It's still installed in my Xbox. I want to play it. I want to love it just because of how much I love like the Elder Scrolls and I like Sci Fi. There's so many boxes that are ticked for this. But it's like just I don't know. I think I'm gonna wait a couple of months until there's more like quality of life improvements and then I'll try to really play it. But as of right now I'm kinda of done.
1: Yeah, it's by it's by no means I gave it a four and a half. It's not a perfect game. There's still stuff that needs to be improved. And stuff that I was kind of sad that in today's RPGs are not in there right at the beginning. Like you said, fast travel, local maps, stuff like that that just it should be available right away, but yeah. Or eating I food. I my biggest.
2: <laughs> I don't see you playing No Man's Sky Wild West. Why haven't you... Uh, I really? Haven't,
1: uh, I haven't done that. I'd like that. to see the
2: compare and contrast of... of uh, I'm not saying it's the same level. I'm not saying it's the same level before people get out their, uh, their stones and their angry letters. It's and very stuff.
0: similar, though.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's basically like the Doom, right? It's, it's Quake and Doom. Um, uh, so, yeah. So, what... I would like to know someone who enjoys like Bethesda and Starfield, especially Starfield. Like, um, how does no man's sky compare to that? Especially with all the work they put into it since what's that? The 2018 release. So they've been hammering away on this thing for oh, five years,
0: five years, yeah, five plus, yeah, plus, five plus. Um, I hear, uh, no man's sky now is incredible. It's a great game. Like it's definitely at the spot, at the place where this is what they envisioned the game was supposed to be. It just shipped <laughs> as a dumpster fire.
2: This is what they sold everyone on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then finally delivered on the promise.
0: And at least to their credit, No Man's Sky has done like one free update after another. Yeah. I no paid. don't think it has any DLC. It I think just it's sold not.
2: Been... No DLC, no extra payment. It's That's been what I thought. Pa- yeah, it's been in Game Pass for a while. I think it's had and... like
1: some kind of, not like DLC traditionally, but it's had updates to like add stuff, but yeah. not like. Paid, yeah, and, not paid,
2: not paid, and uh and no achievements tied. No to achievements, them. So yeah, yeah, nothing in the title update or anything.
0: It's all which is I mean, base
2: one k, but then they've just been improving it, so and adding more content. So,
0: which I mean, good for them for doing that. That's that's nice, especially since you sold us a lie.
2: Yeah, so <laughs> I'd like, to, but he did it with such a nice accent. Uh, but uh, so yeah, I'd like to, <laughs> I'd like to hear, uh, you know, your take on it if you were to play it. But you know, there's no interest, of course won't happen but
1: yeah i might i'll have to look at doing that i think i've got the rest of the year kind of mapped out but uh i'll have to look at doing that in the future
2: yeah what's one more game this year right
1: yeah my one more game is alan wake (laughs) 2 you guys invited me on the podcast one week too early
3: oh (laughs) oh didn't even think about that
1: (laughs) we need some time to play it too so
0: I think he's going to make time for that.
1: <laughs> if, if I don't get called in this weekend, I will be probably finishing the story by the end of the weekend. Oh, my gosh. I doubt okay. it's going to be that long of a story. I want to wake one wasn't right. that long, so. Yeah, that's true. It'll probably that's what be we like, need right now. It'll probably be like a 20 to 25 hour completion, I bet. And
2: that's what we need. I mean, there's so many games out right now. We need shorter, Single cheaper, player. Yeah. Shorter, yes. cheaper, single player games. Uh, that are just quality from cover to cover right yeah. stop dragging these things mm-hmm. out to 60 to 80 hours uh, make them 20 make them 30 uh, but do them really nice and uh, you know let us get on to the next thing because there's a ton of
0: stuff yeah that like quote-unquote double a type game
1: yeah i would it. call it like a double a.5 type game it's not a full triple a game but it's not like a a double a like I, f- I feel like no man's sky would be kind of like a double a game
2: but that's then, fair
1: yeah i would say alan wake would be like not full triple a like a call of duty for Forza, halo type thing but if it take them took them this long to do the second game but i'm excited for it i'm looking
0: forward to it well Uh, Alan Wake 2 comes out perfect time spooky game for spooky for spooky season so yep which our topic of discussion for this week there it is (laughs) (laughs) have you been playing anything Halloween themed this month are there any other months or holidays that get you to play a themed game and if so what games and I'll go ahead and start reading off some of the patron responses first off being from uh, it's not a very spooky name it's uh, Pete Hartness. she says I've played Signalis because it was leading game pass I mean because it was super spooky also Christmas is not a theme it is a way of life
2: but also playing did you really play it do we need to look at the gameplay time
0: <laughs> do it, do it, Call it yeah. her out. <laughs> might have to All right. Well, you do keep it. going no. right, here, look. <laughs> Let's see that game play time. Forty-five minutes. Uh, after that, it's uh, Kendall Height Five. Uh, he's gonna change his name every single week from now on. Apparently, it says I played the Dark Picture series with Chewy and I peed a little. Good to know. <laughs> uh, Two hours che- sixteen
2: minutes. Two hours sixteen minutes. That's console.
0: <laughs> Got it. So did you really play it? Did that really count? Uh, Chesno says, I haven't had much chance to play anything this month due to house maintenance. I feel that. And then he goes on to say, I do like theme, theme months, but since there aren't that many options, I end up just making up my own, like, anime, Lego month, etc. Wait, was he the one that started Lego month? I always thought it was Jables. I always thought it was Lego someone let us know because now I'm not now I'm not sure I know it's every uh wait now I don't know what it is its it's every July right or is it June one of those one of those I think it's July pretty sure it's July it's every le- is like lego like month auto at this point after like two or three years of it don't you guys have them all complete by now that we really need you doing Lego
2: months there's a lot of a lot of studs to
0: find uh
1: well, it's this weird thing too, where they keep coming out with new games. So y'all won't stop buying them. <laughs> Although they haven't come out with a lot, I think they kind of had a little over over saturation of Lego games.
0: Well, I mean, what's left? They've gotten every IP so far. Yeah. What? What else are they gonna
2: do? Barbie. We haven't had the Barbie movie. Um...
1: <laughs> well, if you do Barbie, you got to do Oppenheimer.
2: Yeah. Do a mix <laughs> the two of them.
0: Sell it as like a dual pack. There you go.
1: That
2: would be amazing.
0: You <laughs> I can would sell totally, that as a dual pack. That charge I would like a hundred bucks. One hundred percent. I would buy that. <laughs> I would buy that. I want just the the physical copy just to have on my shelf, just because it'd be incredible. I wouldn't even play the stupid game. I just want the case. He's <laughs>
2: the Barbie character in the Oppenheimer
0: game, and yeah. Oh my god! Could you imagine? <laughs> that would be pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's the cross. That's the crossover of the year. <laughs> <laughs> um and then next response I read is from a Scarvese who says no mainly because I don't really do holidays anyway but I do appreciate when games add seasonal content. Examples are Cozy Grove has a festival harvest wait, a harvest festival where you can catch spooky bugs, plants for zombies, battle for Neighborville. Has balloons and other decorations around the hub world themed for the closest holiday, and space lines from the far out had the crates reskinned as Christmas presents. I do like when games get in the, in the holiday spirit and do little things like that. Like I saw, like Call of Duty has in Warzone when you open up a chest, there might be a jump scare. Oh, foo-foo. A,
2: you've got to get into Exoprimal because you can get your um. You get your jack-o'-lantern head all you have to do is play one match of the the standard uh, and you get a jack-o'-lantern head for like i guess all of the original suits each each one of the original suits gets the jack-o'-lantern head so just one Ooh. match that's all it takes
0: good to know i have to do that and they're doing the same thing
2: for christmas so there'll be santa hats
0: oh i gotta have that well i gotta ha- i'll have to have that so when we're doing a uh Discord wide boost because a game is because it's dead, is yep. dead <laughs> and the ser- and the servers are going offline, I'll have a jack head. But uh as for myself, I don't really I don't really go out of my way to try to play something spooky. Like um if I had more time, like who was it? it was Chesna was talking about house maintenance. I've been very much in that mood this past like four or six weeks where I've been doing a lot of work, housework so I haven't just had the time but like I wanted to sh- try to stream some spooky games like last year I streamed um, uh, what's it called Slender The Arrival or whatever the heck it is and I think I streamed something else a week the year before that I think I did a little bit of, like Layers of Fear so I usually try to do that but outside of that nah I don't really play too many spooky games as is I like a good jump scare every now and then, but like I don't really do horror at all. Although I do kind of want to go see that Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Yeah, it looks interesting.
2: It's coming straight to Paramount Plus, I'm sure. <laughs> you don't have to wait very long.
1: But uh, uh I think it's Peacock is, gets
0: that It's one. Peacock. It's Peacock, that's like the one I don't remember. I was trying to drag stuff.
2: on them. I was not <laughs> being serious, but I have it because the it. quality. <laughs> I mean That's you're not it. wrong. Right.
0: <laughs> you're not wrong. It's gonna go straight. <laughs> straight to some streaming service. By the way, going to see in theaters just it makes it better. I like going to the movies. Especially on Tuesday night, get that matinee prices. <laughs> you're gonna see the Marvels. They need the help, apparently. Uh, I I only have time for one bad movie. Um Well, Wes, why don't you go next? All right, uh, doing my best uh,
1: L impression since he's not here. J-Block oh says, Cat, <laughs> uh, J-Block Cat, I forgot that. The only time I actually focus on themed games is if there's a contest that requires me to. New Year's Eve usually has a focus on party games as a bunch of us get together in an Xbox party to play games like Among Us and the like. Oh. I'm kind of the same game, I, mean, I like doing yeah, the, together to play the Among TA games. Us. Oh, yeah. And the
2: like is code for uh, Sea of Thieves, just so you know.
0: <laughs> Party animals.
1: Oh, there, go! They could make that your new game for New Year's.
0: Uh, full gore, Before Latin. No, stuff.
1: but I keep the spirit of Halloween active all year round. It's a lifestyle. Okay, fair. Probably wears his Jason mask. I think this is what he said. He got on one of his <laughs> movies podcasts. Uh, MDP seventy three. There's this little trick or treat event on TA that's kind of Halloween themed
0: never heard of it good to know that's
1: part of my answer so i'll save that for the end
0: uh
2: Let, and then, let's just give him hold on hold on let's okay. just give him a little bit of notice notice and appreciation for not doing the obvious <laughs> so thank you don't
1: say it don't say it if you say it too many times you're gonna will it into existence
2: thank you for your on task
0: <laughs> answer I need to just, like, start overlaying, like, Rock and League music every time we <laughs> oh, read this Oh, there goes the podcast. <laughs> you did
2: it. You said you said the words. <laughs> All right.
1: Uh, Wasteland Ogre Joe. I like to play some games in my backlog with Dead in the Title for Dead December each year. Looking to get through the Telltales, The Walking Dead. Finally this year, as I'm a huge fan of the original comics and have been reading the Clementine graphic novels that... Uh, spoiler alert continue her story recently unspoiler alert also I plan to finish signalis for spooky month
0: apparently that's a spoiler
1: I don't know if people had finished the games and I didn't know I haven't finished the games so I don't really know what happens at the end of it so I'm on the last game oh,
2: Clementine
0: I knew nothing about the I, walking you said, dead
2: you said Clementine I was thinking Coraline <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> that movie very different.
2: Yeah, well, I haven't played
0: enough of The Walking Dead, apparently. <laughs> yeah. To, to, well, yeah, it's definitely not Tim Burton. have <laughs> that burned into my brain. I haven't... I don't know anything about The Walking Dead. I know it's not Tim Burton.
1: Uh, yeah, you're thinking of of uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas or the other one he did, The Corpse's Bride, I think it was. Yeah,
2: Cor- Corpse Bride, Nightmare Before Christmas, yeah. I think he produced Did that he not one. do Coraline? No, Coraline was... No. Um, some stop motion. Really? Company. That was yeah, a stop
1: motion. It was one of it, there's like one or two guys that do a lot of the stop motion. Kind of like not like I would yeah. say creepy, but kind of children's. Yeah, I don't know horror, them by name, maybe, but
2: I love their work. Yeah,
1: yeah. I always enjoy. My wife and I love watching those movies. They're always really well like done.
2: Frank and Weenie. <laughs> and,
1: Frank and Weenie. And, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And Coraline. Yep. There's a couple more in there. Uh, so yeah. Nine. Thing. My, uh, my answer was, yeah. I mean, I don't usually do a lot of like holiday themed stuff other than, uh, when I was going for, uh, some of the Batman, uh, calendar man achievements, I would do that. Um, that was one of the ones that popped in my head, but I've been joined the trick or treat event on TA. So I've been going through some of those uh, treats and tricks and everything and having fun with that this month and kind of switching back and forth between different games. Um, But I'm not a big horror fan, so I don't really do a lot of Halloween uh, jump-scare horror stuff. Uh, But I do enjoy the the TA events, especially the holiday ones. I think the Christmas one's my favorite. And then I've been enjoying the trick-or-treat one, kind of just getting the random games and achievements in there. So that's kind of like what I like to do.
0: uh, I think the 12 Days of Christmas is everyone's favorite. Yeah, I think it was last
1: maybe last year or the year before I finished first on the last last day. Maybe oh, two, nice. two years nice. ago. Yeah. I enjoy it. It's always my favorite one.
2: But yeah, that's my oh, yeah. answer. So, on to Nate. Yeah, I really liked I really liked the uh, the trick or treat this year. I thought that was this was a great uh, event even though I kind of bounced off it once I got my badge. Um, I still think it's great. I mean, just leaving that open for the whole month for people to yeah. just kind of go crazy with is awesome. And, uh, of course, 12 days. Amazing. Um, so Spooky says, uh, also known as Chewy, uh, in previous years we hosted a Spooky Games-themed contest. This is a long one, by the way, so I'm only going to read one. Uh, across the Discord, and even though that's not running this year, I still made the Adventure Time Contest monthly bonus horror themed because I'm a horror guy, and it's my contest. People usually associate horror with survival horror, but actually loads of adventure games have horror themes, particularly walking sims. This month, I played a bunch, including Bloodwash, I Dream of You, and Ice Cream, and the Sorrow Virus. Okay.
0: They're real I need, games.
2: I need some commas in there, because I Dream of You, and Ice Cream, and the Sorrow Virus... I don't know if that's one game or multiple. Um, the highlight, though, was Killer Frequency, which is an amazing walking sim-type game where you play as the radio DJ taking calls from people who are being stalked by a serial killer. You have to talk them through their escape. Each caller can live or die depending on what you do. I had no idea this thing existed. Uh, oh, and yeah, I did three of the Dark Pictures games in co-op with Kendall Height 5, also known as Mental Night 5. Which was a fun experience, and they are cool games, but they have a terrible achievement lists with an obnoxious amount of playthroughs needed to complete them. As for other holidays, nothing speaks to me like spooky season. Sorry for the wall of text. The question speaks to me. <laughs> wow. I didn't realize he was such a horror guy. I mean, I knew he liked it, but uh, I am definitely not a horror guy. Uh, I I wouldn't say it's probably I, like the worst panel for, for <laughs> people to be on the panel to talk about horror stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> None of us are into it. <laughs> I mean, I watched okay, so when I was growing up, I watched a lot of horror movies um uh with friends. You know, we just get stuff from Blockbuster and we watch those. But by myself, no. Uh and, and ever since like high school, not really. Uh so that was just like a phase of my life and I kinda grew out of that for me. Uh, not to say it's childish or anything, but um but yeah, it just wasn't you know, after that phase, I was kind of done with it. Um, as for themed games, uh, a little while ago, I tried Pumpkin Jack, and oh man! Uh, so that was a couple of years ago. I played Pumpkin Jack because hey, you know it's Halloween, so let's do this. Uh, and that was kind of a, a regret. Um, the game was a little bit buggy and and basic. Um, I remember this game. I remember yeah. talking about this. Uh, but but then a great game I played uh, and had been kind of you know dipping my toes into every year not counting this year, uh, are the Costume Quest games, even though oh,
3: yeah,
2: you know, there's a stack for Costume Quest and there's Costume Quest 2. Uh, I, I haven't played Costume Quest 2 yet. I beat the first Costume Quest, I think, on the 360, uh, and so I've just kind of been saving those to go back into. Those are great games. I love them. Um, but yeah, as far as themed, I, I don't think there's that many Christmas-themed games until this year. All of a sudden, we have like two. I mean, we've got uh, Ebenezer Scrooge, uh, Metroidvania game. So
0: absolutely,
2: Wait, what? oh my gosh, you have not been following. You have not been paying attention. There's an Ebenezer <laughs> Dude, Scrooge, Metroidvania game. I've been so game. Out of
0: the loop lately. It's been crazy.
2: I will be. Obviously, I'm going to play that. But then there's also a um uh a Grinch game. What is game. the Christmas Grinch? There's, a, yeah, Grinch. Grinch.
0: there's yeah, a Grinch game.
2: Yes, thank you from Outright Games. So bleh, not expecting the quality to be there, but it's an Outright Games uh, Grinch game. So That's two this season. Um. You know, and hopefully those will come to Game Pass at some point because Game Pass loves their uh, their family friendly content uh, from Outright Games. So maybe we'll see those at some point. Um, I've gone on long enough, but those are the only two holidays I can think of to get a lot of traction in terms of like theming. But yeah, I love themes. I love when uh, all the contests we used to do, we'd make up our own themes, like uh, 2020 Tomb Raider uh, to go all uh, year. I think we had a one month one too. I can't remember what that was. Uh, uh, June Raider or something like that, yeah. I think we might have called it that sounds right, uh, yeah. but yeah, so yeah, so I, I do like themes, but those are the only two holiday ones I can think of. Well, speaking of Costume Quest, uh, I saw that
1: Double Fine did Costume Quest 2, at least. I think they did the first one, and now that Microsoft owns them, they need to get a third game in there.
2: Oh, yeah, let's
1: give them some work, yes. Well, not that Double Fine's just not doing nothing, but still,
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: Xbox needs more game studios. Pump out more of these IPs. Yeah. Especially now with ABK.
1: Well, they got some good ones. Good ones in that
0: acquisition. So
1: hopefully they'll uh, produce some good stuff for Microsoft here in the future.
0: Sort of rush yeah. yeah. Some super strong first
1: party games is what we need. Yeah. I know Toys for Bob does a lot of good stuff that people like for remakes and stuff, so.
0: Oh my god, they're the best.
1: So hopefully they'll get something something going there and get that good stuff for Game Pass.
0: All right. Uh I think that's a good stopping point for that. Unless anybody has anything else they want to add. So in which case, let's go into the game showcase, talk about what we've been playing. Uh Nate, what game have you been playing that you want to talk about?
2: I want to talk about a new game to Game Pass as of October twelfth. So I've had about twelve days to play this. Uh, it is called From Space, and this is a shoot 'em up, uh, four person co op online. I don't believe they have local co op. I could be totally wrong, but no, I'm, never gonna play it. Co-op? I'm never going to play it co op. I'm never going to play local co op with four people. <laughs> it's just that, just that part of my life is over. Uh, so that will not happen. So it doesn't even matter. But I do know that there is online co-op. Um, this game it plays a lot like Tiny Troopers. It feels a lot like Tiny Troopers, but the developer is not the same. It's it's not them at all. Uh, this game has two different modes. It has your traditional story mode, uh, which I like. I said supports the online co-op, uh, but you can play it single player with no problems. I, I've gotten uh, I put a couple hours into the game and I made a lot of progress. Uh, The menu system is a little clunky uh, when you go in there to kind of start, and it's very easy to accidentally start a new game as opposed to continuing your previous game. Uh, And if that happens, don't don't freak out. Your game is still there. You just have to go load it. Um, So when you're starting it you know, and you're continuing, make sure you choose that continue option. And if you accidentally start a new game, don't worry. You haven't wiped out your save. Just go to load and, and just take off from there then delete all those crappy new games you've started. Um, You have a whole bunch of different (laughs) specialists. Uh, You pick one to start with, and then your leveling kind of carries across to any of them. So you can start off as like an assault specialist uh, and then switch over to a defensive specialist or like a healer, and your levels will carry across. So you don't have to keep leveling up each different specialist. You just have like your main level goes through. Uh, And what's going to happen as you level up is that you'll get access to your specialist-specific weapon, so, if you're the assault person, let's say you'll just get like this really cool, like, uh, you know, assault uh, off shotgun. If you're defense, you'll get like a, a chain gun or something that you can use, but that you wouldn't be able to find in the level otherwise. Uh, it's particular to your character and it doesn't take up a gun slot. Um, so, you definitely want to level up to get access to those. Uh, but you also have special perks per uh, specialist as well things that could help group, things that could help just you. Um, Uh, So you're going to want to do that. And there are achievements tied to getting to certain levels. I think there's a 5, 10, 20, 30, something like that. Um, So you'll need to do that as you're going along. Uh, You're going to find weapons as you're playing the game. Uh, I would would recommend not buying weapons because you're just going to find them scattered around the level uh, and just carry them over, dump them in your inventory uh, back at bases, that way, if you really want to get those weapons, you can get them out, and you can spend your money upgrading them, as opposed to just buying them and then upgrading, and save a little bit of money that way. Um, You're gonna be able to switch through uh, between weapons that you have, and certain enemies take more damage from different ammo types. So, like a shotgun uh, has a different, uh, you know, ammo type than like a laser gun um, versus a, a grenade launcher. So, it's all these three different types of ammo. Uh, and make sure that you have a, a spread of weapons so that you're not all using the same ammo uh, between them. Otherwise, you're going to run out of ammo a lot faster. Um, you're going to get missions as you're playing this game. you will talk to quest givers. They'll tell you to go do this thing, like, you know, go press this button over here, <laughs> which do you could do or go kill this thing. And you go do that and kind of uncover the fog of map as you're going or the fog of war on the map as you go. A lot of times you'll, um, you'll find doors that you couldn't get through on the way there that you can now open up to make the way back faster or return trips faster. So you're going to want to keep an eye out for that as you go. Uh, and that's pretty much my experience with the, uh, story mode. Um, I have not played it co-op,
3: but like I said,
2: it plays a lot, excuse me, it plays a lot like, um, uh, (laughs) like tiny troopers. So if you like that, and I do, um, it feels a lot like that. Uh, then it comes to the Horde mode. And the Horde mode is different. It carries its own progression system. And um, it does this weird thing where when you get to level five with a character, you can promote them. But then it just resets. You get no real benefit from it, I think. Um, it's just kind of like, you know. It's just, yeah, it just adds like a title to them or something. But nothing, no performance benefits or anything. You need to do that 26 times across any of the characters. Um, to, to get an achievement, you get one uh, achievement for the very first one that you promote. Uh, and you can keep leveling these characters after level five, apparently, but that's just going to waste a promotion. So every time you get a character level five promote, and then, uh, just keep going. If you're, if you're focused on the achievements, uh, as you level them up, um, that's what you're doing towards that one achievement. But you'll also be accomplishing goals that will unlock new characters. And every character is specific, um, has a certain characteristics about them. Like uh, the initial characters can only have one gun um, or, you know, very limited number of guns, very limited number of special things, and maybe one perk. As you get further in, you open up more levels, you do more challenges. You're going to unlock better characters that could have two guns, three guns, uh, two abilities, three abilities. Um, so you're gonna want to switch to those when you can, because a lot of times you'll find monsters in the the horde mode that only take damage to uh, the, you know, the red ammo type. But your favorite gun's a blue gun, uh, so you know, if you try to kill a red ammo type enemy with a blue gun, it's gonna take a lot longer. It's gonna use up all your ammo. So you're gonna want to carry two, at least two weapons uh, as you go through this more and more. Uh, this is where you can bring in more people, and I think it's going to make it a lot easier. There's an achievement for uh, beating a horde mode level on the highest difficulty and mm. doing all the challenges. Now, beating it on the highest difficulty is not that bad; you can actually do that solo. But being able to complete the challenges uh, is very difficult because a lot of times the challenge is hold this switch for you know 20 seconds. Well, when you're the only person in a hard mode horde map you're going to get interrupted a ton by all the bad guys. So at that point, I think you kind of need four people in there to kind of spread the uh, the aggro around while one pr- person holds the switch or does this particular task. I think that's only going to be possible in a group of at least two people, probably a full group. I uh, would get that done. You're going to be able to buy and research weapons, get better weapons, upgrade them uh, with all the currencies that you're getting from doing these things. Uh, and I think it's fun. Uh, I don't think it's amazing, but I do think it is a fun switch for a uh, if you have like a weekly group or something and you're just looking to change it up. I think From Space would actually be kind of fun uh, for a very short period of time, and I don't think it would take that long to, to grind through. Uh, so overall, I think From Space is a nice little break game. It's not going to be your brand new thing that you're going to be playing forever, but it is a good little diversion.
0: It looks fun. I actually downloaded it. I haven't had a chance to of- properly played yet but it lo- it looks fun um i see that there's a whole bunch of achievements for different uh missions and stuff like that is there like um, chapter select in case no in case there's... you miss one or something like that it doesn't look like you necessarily need it doesn't look like there's like a Special specific uh, achievement tied to each one or anything like that.
2: Yeah, it's basically just one really big map, and you'll unlock areas of the map just by completing challenges and uh, or completing tasks and missions. And those missions then will unlock the next area of the map, and you can go to that. So when you're done, I think you're just gonna be able to go anywhere on this really big map. But initially, you kind of you're kind of gated because you haven't done the mission you need to do. Uh, so no 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 chapter select. Um, so if you're jumping into somebody else's game, yeah, you might only get like the progression from the end and, and miss the progression at the beginning. Uh, So you probably wouldn't do this from the start uh, in a group Uh, or, you know, everybody do it solo and then just group up for the really tough stuff. If there is tough stuff towards the end. Uh, I found that as I was playing, I just kind of got a little bit bored of the combat. I had kind of maxed out my guns kind of pretty early and just the, you know, the combat just challenge wasn't really there. I think that they ramp up the difficulty just by throwing more monsters at you. I think at some point you might need four players to
0: complete it. Um, but like is I said, it just kind of? It's a fun little difference. Enemies come, you have to shoot them. No real like this. Yeah. Enemy yeah. There's kind of swarming you. Extra
2: strategy. No, they swarm you. They have like different attack patterns for sure. Uh, some of them uh, have immunity to like red ammo, so you have to use blue ammo. That's why right. you want to carry a variety of of ammo weapons, also so that you don't run out of you know ammo but uh, when you're trying to fight different things you you want to use different ammo against them so that you don't waste uh, a whole bunch of shots but um yeah it's a fun little game
0: it looks like a good game pass game and how much how long have you played uh, it
1: so far and is uh, there a completion time estimate you think
0: ta says
2: i've put in 6 hours nobody has completed it yet okay that's scary kind of surprising that's 20, yeah, two starters. You said two weeks. 22,000 starters 22, um, yeah the guy that's gone the farthest just hasn't done the uh the multiplayer it's like most of these people that, that have gotten really far in haven't done the multiplayer or well, <laughs> maybe maybe there's a new multiplayer bit that hasn't come out yet maybe that's the problem yeah. that would do it that might be it yeah um, so let's see um so the guy that has the most progress in the game I think the first was the first one there spent 27 hours.
0: There's, it looks like there's a, an unknown pack, maybe some sort of title update that no one has done yet. Yeah.
2: Because
0: all these still locked zero track gamers, one of, one of which being a defeat endlessly wave level 100, so. Yeah, so it's got like a horde type thing.
2: Yeah, see, I thought that was just part of the yeah the horde, but um, maybe maybe there's an extra game mode that hasn't been uh, unlocked yet.
0: Well, that would explain it, of mm-hmm. why there's no one there. Yeah, but at least there's know. no, un,
2: un, you know, obtainables. It's just, you know, content that hasn't been activated yet.
1: Right. Uh, so in the forum, it said that someone asked on their Discord, and they said that they were, the extra achievements were added by mistake, and so they were going to try to get them removed...
2: Uh Uh-huh, okay. So it might be a future thing. Exactly, it might be a a paid DLC later, or hopefully a free DLC,
0: but yeah. Man, who flipped that switch by mistake? (laughs) Oopsies!
1: Probably someone that's not working anymore. (laughs) No. No.
0: What a mistake to have. Well, now I wonder if they'll they'll unlock retroactively. I
2: don't know. But that's from from space for you.
0: All right, yes. Neat little game. Hmm. Yeah. I would definitely like my Thursday night group to try it out. Because I think it, it looks like it's more fun in multiplayer. I'm sure it
2: is. I'm sure it is. Because, you know, just imagine running around the map and then someone getting lost and you have to yell at them and tell them where to go. Uh, that's, no, uh, that's, that's, that's your group. That's right? my Thursday group. <laughs> yeah,
0: there you go. Absolutely no difference. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, in that case... Uh, Wallace, what game would you like to talk about?
1: Yeah, so uh, from the the question that we were talking about, I was kind of been jumping around from different games doing the trick or treat event um, for TA. But one of the games that I kind of been playing along with that is uh, Gotham Knights. Uh, now this game uh, is it's interesting. I was talking with the, with the guys beforehand. I'm a little bit. Disappointed in it so far. I've, I've completed the story. I'm about halfway through on achievements, maybe a little bit more than halfway. But this came out last October, so it came out about a year ago. Uh, when it re- when the tr- first trailer came out for it and watched it, I was like, "Oh, this looks intriguing." I'm a big uh, Batman Arkham Asylum fan. Uh, this is not by the. This is not by Rock. Was it Rocksteady? This is not by Rocksteady at all. This is by wb games montreal i believe uh and so when it came out it looked interesting i was like okay you know it's a nice premise uh the story uh, which i'll get into a little bit later talks about the the court of owls which is one of my favorites i've enjoyed that batman series uh quite a bit talking about it um and so i was uh really looking forward to it uh, the review, you know, it released. The reviews came out, and it was very, very middling. If I remember right, on Metacritic, it was like 50s, six, maybe low 60s. Very middling reviews. A lot of people didn't like uh, that they locked in at 30 frames per second, especially releasing on the series, uh, Series X and PlayStation Five, and all those ones. A lot of people felt they could have pushed it to the 60 and. And uh, so it didn't have great reviews. And so my interest in the game kind of faded as, you know, after reading that stuff and seeing some gameplay video and everything on it, I was just, okay, maybe it's not something that I want to do. And then, you know, it came out as a surprise Game Pass release. And uh, when it came out, um, I didn't really know much about the game. I didn't follow it much after it came out. But I had a friend who said, hey, there's some co-op stuff in there that makes it a lot easier to do if you do it in co-op so would you be interested and at first i was like now nah, i'm not really interested in it but eventually you know i was like okay you know i just finished uh cyberpunk i think it was the last one and i had a you know was knew that alan wake was gonna be coming out a little bit later so i was like I, i'll i can fit it in so i started playing it and uh i was kind of disappointed in it so far uh the it just it just doesn't feel like gotham to me uh just all the they do have the traditional landmarks but they also skip over a lot of landmarks as well and just kind of replace them by kind of nameless corporations that i'd guess i'd have to kind of search for because i didn't recognize them at all Um like instead of ace chemicals there was another chem i can't remember the name but there was another chemical place and i was like you know ace chemicals is you know a landmark in the batman series <laughs> you shouldn't be just kind of glossing over that but anyway so there's just some things a lot of things bug me the uh the story is is uh you know batman has uh died and the opening cut scene kind of shows what happened to him and everything and so it's up to uh robin who is played by tim drake uh and then you got nightwing and then you've got uh the red mask who's was one of the older versions of Robin for those who know, uh, play uh, have know a little bit of the history of Batman. So you've got those and, and Batgirl. So those are your four, uh, and Alfred joins you along the way. You kind of get your own version of the Batcave, and you start uh, kind of working your way through the mystery of the Court of Owls as you're patrolling the city and picking up clues. Um, it starts with the murder of somebody, and then as you kind of work your way through it, Uh, you kind of see what is happening with Gotham. Uh, I enjoyed the detective aspect of it. I'm glad they kind of kept that in there. I've always enjoyed that a lot of the Batman games um, that they had that in there. Uh, The gameplay I felt is just very, it's very choppy to me. That just, it's not, I felt like even in the original Batman Arkham Asylum game, the, the combat was very smooth uh it was just kind of like you know as you were kind of working your way especially along those challenge maps you're working your way from enemy to enemy and and doing your moves and and everything and finishing those maps or just in the in the actual story game the combat felt smooth and then also in city and and the rest of the games as well but this one is just there's just so many times where i'm trying to hit and dodge and then move over to the next enemy and then my comp not that there's a combo anyways you don't get like powered ups, power ups or anything, but just as you're trying to move, it's just you'll just kind of punch the air and then you're like, okay, well you broke your combo and you gotta move over and keep going. And so it's just the the combat's a little choppy to me. Uh I've you do get uh your bat cycle, um, bat motorcycle. Uh driving it around is just is not great either. I mostly just kind of zipline around the map. It's a lot faster in my opinion than trying to go around and getting hit by cars and different Invisible barriers in the map that stopped the game. So, uh, overall, just I was a, very disappointed in it. It's kind of like a two to two and a half rating for me. It's just very middling and very meh. Where I thought they had the chance to do something fun with the storyline of not just continuing on from Batman, but doing something else. Um, I haven't gotten into. There's two updates that I believe are free. Uh, Well, I haven't paid for them, so I guess they're free. Uh, And they're kind of like those challenge maps from the Arkham Asylum games. I've only briefly played one of them. Um, And so it's kind of like a similar idea to it uh, where you have 30 levels that you got to work through and then, uh, you know, after you finish the level you'll go on to the next one and I, I believe it saves your progress in between each levels so you don't have to do all 30 of them at the same time but um, it does add some extra hours onto the game at the end um, there's different collectibles throughout the game that you'll find some of them are, are pretty cool one of the ones I did enjoy was that you kind of have to protect the identity of Batman um, so each time uh, you're out patrolling the city there's a, a little side quest you can do to protect the uh, identity of batman so i enjoyed that one but then other stuff i just finished one today where you had to go around the city and find little papers and, and some of the stuff and trying to find it is just very hidden and it's hard to get in the right spot to find it and it just wasn't i just believe it wasn't very coded very well or tested very well in in that and so overall just kind of a kind of a meh game and uh a little disappointed with it but that was yeah, I mean that's Gotham Knights. I don't know. Do you guys have any desire to play that game, I guess you should say?
2: Yeah, I started it, uh, and I in, you know, I like um I like my tie-ins, number one. Yeah. I, I like the the combat in the Batman games. So yeah, the first thing I noticed is that it did not have the same combat and it didn't make sense to me. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> that they would take that out. Um yeah. Yeah, like th- that to me is like if this is going to be continuing that story, uh, I kind of want that. And it really bums me out that the the Arkham kind of DNA is gone because you know, you look at uh you know Justice League kills or I'm sorry, uh Suicide Squad kills Justice yeah. League. They they've turned that thing into a shooter. Um and well like a yeah, so yeah like like,
1: a looter shooter, yeah.
2: Yeah, a looter shooter. So, so the Batman combat, the Arkham combat is gone. It just doesn't exist, uh, which is sad. It's going to be years before we see it again, if we do. Um, and that kind of makes me sad. Uh, so, I had not gotten too far into Gotham Knights. I was enjoying kind of the uh, the puzzle solving and like yes. the um, the investigations. Uh, so, yeah. So, I'm look. I I am looking forward to it. I have low expectations. And the hope is that I can kind of keep my expectations low, <laughs> and and not get bummed out uh, as I'm going through. But I, I think I think going in with those low expectations, not expecting it to be Arkham, uh, is a great way to to start it. If you're yes. still going to do it,
1: yeah, you have to. You definitely have to go in saying this is its own game. It has nothing to do with it. It doesn't even. It's a different. You know, it's a different voice for Batman. It's a different. Um, Character representation of Batman. It has nothing to do with the uh, Rocksteady games at all. This is just its own separate thing that was its own game, and I think they should have played on that a little bit more instead of just. I, I just I feel like the the when the trailers came out and everything, it, it kind of felt like it was continuing on the story from that a little bit, and I think they should have kind of pushed it away a little bit more and and done its own thing. But it just even when it was trying to do its own thing which is fine having those different characters and you can swap between the characters as you want to. It just didn't do it very well in my opinion. Um, So yes, like I said, you you can play as Robin, you can play as uh, the uh, Nightwing Batgirl or uh, the Red Mask. I think it is Red Mask. And you can switch between them. When you level up one, they level up all of them. So you don't have to level up each individual one. Um, you get little, you get points that you can add into your character tree as you upgrade. You can upgrade your suit, your melee weapon, your ranged weapon, um, which is just different versions of the Batarang and, and different, uh, you know, Nightwing has his, uh, I don't know exactly what they're called. There's his sticks, whatever they are. Um, but, you know, so you have that, but I don't know. I just, I guess I enjoyed Batman without having to worry about all that stuff. And then they started bringing in this stuff in this game. And then like you brought up with suicide squad in the future, it's supposed to be even more leaning into the character or the, uh, what is it? The, you know, the weapons and, and all that different stuff more, you know, more of that. And I don't know if people really are going to take in, take on to that, but
2: yeah, I thought the costumes are pretty cool too. I, 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 uh, just looked at those a little bit just kind of like checking out all the different looks you can have uh, i started yep. off as batgirl uh and i just uh, i didn't try any of the other characters in my you know, just quick dive uh yeah so i, I just thought I, it was really cool all the different outfits they had
1: yeah yeah so uh, yeah yeah with bringing that up i played about 95 percent of my time as batgirl uh, i played a few mission. i think i played one mission as robin and played nightwing uh just going around uh, Gotham and playing Nightwing uh, a little bit, but most of my time was with Batgirl. Um, you can do your mission. You can go around Gotham and, uh, you know, fight crime. There's an achievement for preventing or stopping 250 crimes. So you can just go around, and as you go around, you'll see it on your map uh, with your uh, augmented reality glasses that you have in there. You can hit the down on the, the D-pad, and it'll bring up stuff that's around you. Um, so you go in there and you can just go around the whole of Gotham and stop all these crimes. And then you go back to your base and it kind of resets it. And you can continue on the story or you can continue on playing with crime and all that stuff. So there's there's a lot of different things that you can do. You don't have to just do the story if you don't want to. Uh, but the story is about, I think, uh, probably about seven or eight hours, I would say. Um, there's only eight missions, and I think they're probably like 30-ish minutes long, so maybe even less if you really rush through it without looking at cutscenes or anything. Um, so it's not, not a long story, and I, I think it kind of does it a disservice. I think it should have been more fleshed out a little bit longer and uh, played more into the the owl stuff a little bit more. But I was, I was disappointed in it for sure, but uh, I'll finish it up and be ready for, for Alan Wake this weekend.
2: <laughs> well if it's only like thirty minutes per mission then then how does like the uh the estimated time be like fifty two to sixty-six? Like what's the rest of that? Is it just grinding?
1: Yeah, so there uh let's see what they have on TA. So base game it says forty to fifty. I would say that's probably correct. I have according to TA, I have twenty seven hours in right now. Um and I started that on October seventh, so it's about two and a half weeks just kind of playing it. Um so the, the longest one is the, the 250 crimes that I mentioned. It, it can take that alone. If you just went for that with probably five or six hours, because you can go in, there's different, there's premeditated crimes, which are a little bit, uh, more enemies in that area where they're uh you can stop enemies before they even go d- go out to do a crime you can stop enemies like a bank robberies and stuff like that different you know gun gun deals stuff like that you can go there go to the area on the map which that will show up the bigger crimes show up on your map no matter where you are on the map the smaller stuff will only show up if you're close to it um and so there's yeah doing 250 of those by itself there's i think let me see Okay. Um, so there, I think there's four or five different, uh, collectibles and doing each of those collectibles is going to add an hour. Probably. I think I just did one of them today and it took me about 45 minutes to do all of them from zero. So, I mean, that's five hours alone, just trying to get all the collectibles. So, I mean, uh, each of the collectibles, uh, the story, um, you have to do some stuff with defeating certain types of enemies. Um, So I think it's probably a little bit shorter now because the the horde mode that or the hordish mode type thing that I was explaining with the new uh, updates, uh, the the kind of free DLC they've dropped in it, that adds, um, that helps you with certain enemies that you would have to, otherwise it would take a long time to find in the real world for the map. So for example, one I did was uh, the one I did today, or I guess, sorry, the one I was, I need to still do is... Where is it at? Oh, I have to defeat 30 of these certain enemies. Well, you could go to different areas on the map and try to find them, but they might not always be there. So then you have to go around the map, try to find them. And if they're not there, then you have to go back to your... uh, your bat cave type thing. It's called the Belfry. So you have to go back to the Belfry, reset the map, and go back out and hope you find it. So trying to find all those different things by itself would have been would probably add into that 40 to 50 hour estimate but now if you do that horde type mode that's part of the the extra content um certain waves have those enemies so once you pass that wave and you can replay it you can just keep replaying it over and over until you get that those enemies and pop those achievements nice. so it can be done a little bit faster now but i think 40 to 50 hours is is fine it probably should have uh, slotted in at the 20 to 30 hours I think would have been better <laughs> instead of trying to push all this extra stuff out but don't try so hard guys yeah not too bad but I mean that's Gotham Knights uh, I enjoyed uh, I've enjoyed it a little bit but I, I mean it, if it, it's on Game Pass so I mean it'll probably be on Game Pass for a year and you can get your time with it if you want it but uh, I mean, if it's anything more than 15 20 bucks, I would not recommend it at all.
2: Gotcha. All right. Well, thanks for uh, that Gotham Knights. Uh, we have a little issue with Fufu, so he will not be joining us for the rest of the episode. And uh, we'll just carry on with Adam. Uh, we're going to move right into sales, where I'm going to talk about only two games. It's a uh, shocker. Uh, Knights and Guns is $6 down from 10 This is labeled as Run and Gun. But it really should be a genre that doesn't exist. I know. (laughs) I love these genres that don't exist. It's a Pang-like. Now, if you don't know what Pang is, uh, it's based on the game called Pang. And uh, you you basically (laughs) just run along the bottom of the screen. Shocker, I know. And you (laughs) shoot straight up. And you uh, you can only shoot like one thing at a time and uh, if it hits something, then you can shoot again. But, like, until it hits something, you can't shoot again. Uh, That was the original Pang, I believe. I didn't play it. I've played games that are Pang-likes. I've played uh, Spheroids and uh, Max and the Book of Chaos, and my favorite, uh, The Bug Butcher, Uh, is a fantastic game, and that's what made me want to check out Knights and Guns. And from what I've played of it, uh, it is a simple, albeit lots of achievements to it, uh, Pang-like, and I'm having a good time with it. And uh, if, you know, if you've played any Pang-likes, uh, then check it out. And if you like it, check it out. And Definitely check out The Bug Butcher when that goes on sale. Put a put a tracker on that one, because hmm. that game's awesome. It's a little bit more challenging, but I, it might get you into this game type. Uh, and then lastly, Death's Door, $8 down from $20. This is Action Adventure. I loved this game. I think it was my game of the year when it came out. Uh, I played it twice, and I just absolutely, absolutely love this game. Uh, It's like playing Zelda for the first time. Uh, Just the exploration, the combat, the challenge, the secrets. The game is fantastic. I talk about it on level 157. I'm pretty sure I gush. Uh, So if you for some reason want to hear that, you can go check it out there. But otherwise, just buy it. It's a fantastic game. Uh, Fufu says, Far Cry 4 on Xbox 360. Uh, I guess it's a lot like Doom. What about you, Wild West? What do you <laughs> well, I can
1: recommend Far Cry four. It was good. I think I did it on the three sixty two. I can't remember if it was a three sixty or the one. Um so I'm gonna continue the Far Cry trend and I'm gonna recommend the Far Cry five Gold Edition. That's thirteen dollars and forty nine cents down from eighty nine ninety nine. Still can't believe they have it for that price in general, but um but anyways the thirteen forty nine is the lowest price yet. And that includes all the DLC and spoiler or not really spoiler i guess i should say but a tip if you do pick it up you do get a laser gun an alien laser gun that pretty much one hits everything on the easy and normal difficulty so you can just pick that up does that, just... that
2: kill the fun does that kill the fun i had still a lot kind of, fun of, fun of fun just one hitting everyone to
1: be honest <laughs> okay. with you just taking all the cult <laughs> members was just a lot of fun but yeah i mean i did both i kind of switched between them i didn't exclusively just use it and run through it i played, tried the different kind of guns out to see what they are but uh, it it is, makes things easier um, on that. Uh, and then I wanted to do a, ho- a halloween theme game, and so I chose Gnome Garden 5. It's $1.99 down from $4.99. Um, if you know the eight-floor games, you kind of know what they do. They're kind of pseudo-management games. They're not like full like Jurassic World evolution-type ones or other things like that, but uh, they're little fun games. They're 68 hours, most of them are, and they're pretty easy to complete. Most of them, some of them have cheat, some of them have easy mode, some of them have other stuff that you can do if you want, but uh, I enjoy them. Um, they stopped making them for a little bit, and then they just released a bunch of them that uh, I saw, so I'm going to hop on those new ones. And the other one, uh, the last one I wanted to recommend was LEGO Jurassic World. It's $4.99 down from $19.99, which is the lowest price it's been, and that's one of my favorite LEGO games. I enjoy the LEGO Jurassic World. I like the Jurassic Park Uh, movie a lot and so playing all those different levels is a lot of fun
2: gotcha uh yeah that'll help you with your lego month uh moving on we have our game pass segment which seems a little bit light but tomorrow and you know at time of recording this is tuesday night uh wednesday 1 p.m eastern there's gonna be a uh you know a showcase uh Hoping for some sort of news there. Because we are so light in Game Pass, maybe we'll get some Game Pass news. Uh, and Hopefully. we're at the end of the month. The timing is kind of right for that, but I tend to get my hopes up. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, out right now, <laughs> Dead Space for Cloud and Xbox and PC via EA Play. Uh, we just talked about this. Uh, it's a third-person shooter. Action horror. Uh, okay. I guess it's scary. It's uh, <laughs> Perfect estimated for Halloween. 30 to 35 hours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> According to them um next up frog detective the entire mystery is cloud and console uh i played it on pc and so i don't know if this is gonna be a stack or if it's just gonna share uh, it's an adventure collection game three to four hours i talk about it on level 225 um and i had a fun game it actually had me laughing out loud um which is kind of uncommon with games uh there were just some really smart things uh next up mineco's or mineco's night market uh steam says this is an adventure simulation Uh, it looks really cool. I don't know a whole lot about it, but I'm really excited to try it. October 31st, uh, we have Jusant, which is a climbing game. It's, uh, Annapurna. So you just, you just can't go wrong. I mean, this is just everything I want. Um, pretty sure it was Annapurna.
1: Yeah. No, it is.
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I don't see this. You know, it's not listed there on TA right now, but yeah. Uh, and then, uh, Headbangers Rhythm Royale, uh, where you play as pigeons. So L hates it because it's got pigeons. <laughs> uh, Fufu hates it because it's not really headbanging. Uh, it's a rhythm game. Uh, so, yeah, it should be should go over really well with the panel. Yeah. Uh, leaving Game Pass, October 31st, we have Gunfire Reborn. Uh, we've talked about this before. We have Kill It With Fire. That's a fantastic game. It's four to five hours with a walkthrough. Uh, level 136 Rocker, Level 197 Big L. Uh, just go play that game. It's so much fun. Uh, Persona 5 Royale. You have no time, but it's awesome.
1: Buy it were you saying oh no yeah. i was saying kill it with fire was awesome i liked it oh yes persona 5 Roy- yes. royale just cool. buy it just buy it <laughs> yeah. support yeah. the devs. It's,
2: it's too long you have no time <laughs> if you're interested just go get it on sale uh Signalis, we talked about thank you petart uh and yeah there's a console uh there's console commands that you can use to make it a lot shorter i think i did it in uh, like an hour and a half or something like that yeah it's, it's not too bad super uh, has do it a natural through. i think He does have a walkthrough. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, if you were to do it natural, it's 15 to 20 hours. But uh, if you're not using walkthrough or any sort of console shenanigans. Uh, And last up, we have Celasta, Crown of the Magister, Cloud Console PC, it's RP, uh, role-playing, strategy, turn-based, 120 to 160 hours. Uh, Yeah, you're not going to get that done. Uh, So you're going to end up buying it if that's what you want. Uh, And we are finally in brag camp. So I'm going to play the part of Fufu and Koosh. In completions, (laughs) we have Enigma Gamer 77 with 550 games. We have Northern Last with 950 games. We have MDP 73 with 1,000 games. And he is joined by Mike Pitch with 1,000 baby games. Dave Bodum has 1,050 games. And Sangrias has 3,100 games. In Streaks, Sniped by a Girl is currently on a 10-year achievement win streak. I normally do that at the end. My bad. Wild West 08, well, 150 days. Are you doing this on purpose?
1: No, I'm just having fun right now.
2: <laughs> there you go. That's the way to do it. Uh, Scattered Bay with 700 days. ben l 72 with 950 days. Sniped by a Girl, with that 10-year achievement, is on 3,650. It's amazing how... You know, multiples of ten work out. Yep. Big L with three thousand <laughs> nine hundred and fifty days.
1: That's a that's a lot of people recently. I feel like that have gotten that ten year win streak.
2: I yeah, what like, was in the water that day? Like, right?
1: I, I was like, right, ten years ago. I feel like a lot of people just started and have kept going, but. It, all maybe right it was uh, some sort of
2: post i don't know
1: yeah maybe yeah was there a contest or something 10 years ago anyway uh gamer score sincere seeker six with 550,000 gamer score cabo 73 with 650,000 gamer score cjh carter with 650,000 gamer score El sock with 800,000 gamer score Retro Chief 1969 with 950,000 gamer score, marching on to that million. Uh, Mighty Mango with 1.9 million gamer score. And Snipe by a Girl with 2.4 million gamer score.
2: Wow. Uh, in leaderboards, I'm Big L now. You can tell my <laughs> Big L voice it is a high so oh, It's no. <laughs> top five of the Gamer Score leaderboard for card and board. Uh, ben L 72 is now third in the True Achievement leaderboard for Metroidvania. Uh, awesome. Check out that channel if you have any interest in Metroidvanias. Buy571 is now top 50 in the Wisconsin Gamer Score Leaderboard for Party. So that's where the party is. Uh, Icefire Tennessee, uh, now in the top 20 of the Gamer Score Leaderboard for Metroidvania as well. Lucas1987, top 5 uh, True Achievement Leaderboard for Party and number 1 in the Gamer Score Leaderboard for Party. Uh, Scatter Bay is number 2 in Pennsylvania Achievements 1 Leaderboard for Simulation. He's now in the top 200 of the Achievement One leaderboard for simulation on TA. Very nice. Yeah. I don't you know catch about your breath there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, it's so inconvenient that uh, Fufu decided to take a nap. Uh, Wild well, West, you yeah. got anything you're looking forward to this week?
1: Or uh, yeah, like I mentioned, I'm looking forward to Alan Wake Two. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm hoping to see. I'm excited and hoping that it's good. I'm actually looking forward to having split you know, playthroughs. you know, knowing with the end of what happened with Alan Wake one. And then also what happened in control. It makes sense to have a different person play for some of it, especially out in out there. So I'm, I'm excited for that. Uh, did you then,
2: do any replays to kind of prep?
1: Uh, I did not. I've done, I mean, I finished last year. I finished the, the remastered one for Alan Wake. And then I also played mm-hmm. control at the beginning of the year. So I feel like I'm really good, uh, story-wise with that and just excited to see where they're where they're at and probably the next time i'm on i'll do a review of that and hopefully it'll be good
2: you said you had already preloaded so you're like
1: preloads tonight in 30 minutes preloads so (laughs) not that i'm counting or anything
3: no not that i have about
1: 100 notifications on my phone that says 11 p.m my time it comes out (laughs) on thursday night but a little bit of excitement a little bit Uh, hopefully it'll be good starfield took like it took me about 10 minutes after it released to finally get in, but once I got in, I was able to play for a couple hours and had no issues, and I'm hoping the same for for Alan Wake 2. So.
2: There's not supposed to be any online, right? It's just,
1: nope, it's just, it's just a straight single player. There's going to be... Uh, they did release something that said that they're going to be doing some free DLC, but there's also... Uh, I bought the deluxe version of the game for, uh, for Alan Wake 2, and... Um, I think it was like eighty bucks or something, but it says that there is going to be some DLC. I think there's two DLCs that's going to come out with it, so it's not uh, not going to be a standalone game. And Remedy has come out and said in the past that they're supposed to be working towards doing a a Rem- uh, Alan Wake control game in the future. So I'm, I would love that. That'd be so much
2: fun. Well, awesome! I'm excited for you, and uh, and hopefully we'll have you on to tell us all about it because uh, you're kind of our expert there in the remedy games. So, uh, well, thanks for
1: having me on. I Appreciate it, and absolutely. hopefully Fufu will get over whatever he has bug wise. Yeah,
2: <laughs> hopefully he'll figure it out so he can start editing. Yeah, because uh, his PC doesn't work. That's not going to be good. Uh, oh. You can check us out on Twitch, Twitter, Discord. Uh, Patreon, if you'd like to support the show or contests or any of the fun stuff that we do over here, uh, or you can check us out on YouTube. You'll see uh, all of our podcasts are posted there, and also our live streams. And uh, when we when we do stream games, we tend to push them out there to YouTube as well because you know not everyone's up at you know the hours that we play those games. So uh, once again, thank you. This is Achievement Hunting One Hundred and One, and we will see you next time. See you later. Smith. <laughs> Bye. Almost forgot the tag. Oh my gosh, we should write that. <laughs>
4: And welcome back to Never Ending Stories, uh, a nice, now I'd say fairly long running segment where I challenge the patrons and staff members to play some of their longest outstanding uh, stories and campaigns. Joining me once again is somebody who is just smashing their way through all these campaigns, probably helped by the fact that most of them are little arcade games, but let's move on from that. It's GT3 option, fan.
3: Hello. I like that, uh, that backhanded compliment there, so I appreciate that. No, it's
4: it's all compliment. It's a full, it's a full <laughs> palms up, ready to high five compliment. No, I love these little arcade games. And, and, you know, I'm looking at people's old collections. And for a lot of us, those collections date back to the mid to late noughties, which sounds crazy to say. And you know the the, the kind of flavour of the week then was was an XBLA title released every week, or you know one or two, and we played a lot of them, uh, and we didn't finish a lot of them, so you know it only makes sense that these ones keep turning up in people's collections.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: But anyway, you're back back again with two more stories. I say stories in the very loosest possible (laughs) sense. Uh, Campaigns, let's say. Mm -hmm. The first game we're going to talk about is... What?
3: Brains. Uh, Plants
4: versus zombies. The plants and the zombies. The very first time they battled... I think it's considered a bit of a classic of the day, along with you know Angry Birds and things like that. People were playing it on their phones a lot or on the on the on the consoles. It has since obviously morphed into something quite different, <laughs> with the now what like 3D shooter games mm-hmm. that they are now. Do they even include on those games like an old school Plants vs. Zombie mode? Mm. Does anyone make Plants vs. Zombie games anymore mm. in the old fashion? I'm
3: sure you could get it on your
4: phone maybe there's Mm. probably a
3: mobile version
4: but they don't make new ones right they've they've completely Mm. pivoted anyway first released on xbox september 2010 first played by yourself november 2010 so quite close to release Mm -hmm. do you remember if it's a game you were particularly looking forward to playing trying at the time
3: i have no idea i don't remember actually playing it on any other like I didn't have it on computer, you know, mobile device or anything. So my guess is I just saw it as, you know, maybe it was promoted in the store or something. Um, Maybe it was fairly cheap and picked it up. Yeah. So it it was just one of those things that I picked up relatively close to when it came out. But 2010 was, like I said before, is kind of my first year of Xbox. So I didn't have Two mini games, and so looking for you know whatever
4: was coming out at the time. Well, you unlocked three achievements over the course of two days mm-hmm. back in November, and as we've already mentioned with Xbox Live Arcade games, it's kind of hard to gauge how much time you actually put into the game mm-hmm. because achievements are few and far between. There's only twelve of them, but apart from those three, it looks like the game remained then untouched for pretty much um, coming up to thirteen years. Do you recall how much time you put into the game back in the day? Have you come back to it since?
3: Yeah, I I think it was one of those things that I'd pick it up every now and then, like, you know, once or twice a year sort of thing, just come and play the odd level or two. And, you know, I was just kind of casually playing it, no walkthroughs or guides or anything like that. And I think most likely the reason I stalled out is probably just because I would get a more difficult level and. You know, if I failed or something, I'd probably just be like, oh, okay, I'll move on to something else. Just because I was very casually playing it at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I think when I was, if I remember correctly, I was somewhere in like, there's like five worlds or five, uh, I I forget what they call them. But they're like five sets of stages, right? And so Mm -hmm. I was somewhere in like the latter half of three. So somewhere around the middle of the game. Is where I picked it up when I started doing it again for uh, the story completion.
4: Right, which you then, according to achievements, managed to get uh, on the 25th of April. So campaign complete. Uh, is it like a big campaign? Like you say, there's five stages. Yeah, so there's
3: uh, ten levels in each uh, stage. So there's 50 stages total, I believe, if, I, if I'm remembering correctly. Maybe hmm. may, maybe less than that, but basically between each stage, the kind of core mechanics kind of change. They introduce different zombies with each level. You know, like okay, you get. You know, at the end of this level, you're going to get a new type of plant to combat this zombie with. And then, you know, between stages, you'll have new types of zombies that you'll have to use your new plants against. But you only have a certain amount of plants that you can bring into the stages. And so you have to kind of be strategic in which are your uh, absolutely go to um, plants that you need to use. uh, And. If you don't pick the right mixture, it's probably going to end poorly for you because several times, you know, I'd I'd reach the last part of a level and then there'd be some new type of zombie that would overpower my flowers just because I didn't have the right plant to face against that particular type of zombie.
4: Is it random the zombies you get on each level no
3: it's it's pretty consistent i would say as far as it's scripted um as far as what zombies happen where they show up there's like six different lanes you have to six maybe eight i don't know but there's all these lanes that you have to protect and where the zombies show up is random usually you kind of have a good sense about like okay midway through the level you're going to get a big wave of zombies and 75% of the way through the level, you're going to get another big wave of zombies. Mm. And so really, the the core mechanic that you kind of figure out is you build essentially like two rows of sunflowers. Well, during the daytime, there's some nighttime levels, so you have to switch up your tactics on those. But you usually build like two rows of sunflowers and you start building your defenses until you almost fill up the screen with all your defenses. And then it's just crazy the amount of things happening on screen at one time at that point, at the end of the level.
4: Is it difficult? Like once you kind of got the tactics, do you kind of just know what you're doing or, or is it actually quite tricky?
3: You have to understand the tactic that you have to switch up to for that level. So what I mean by that is, you know, you can't just use the same tactics from stage three through stage five. You kind Mm -hmm. of have to, learn, okay, now I need to stop using this same plant that I've always used and I have to use something different. Okay. There's these people who have ladders. Okay. So to get rid of these guys, I have to use a magnet plant, things like that. So it's not overly difficult. And especially I might've watched uh, some videos uh, while I was Going for this story completion, that it's like if you watch the video, you've you've got it, you know.
4: But you can pretty much just copy what they do. Oh, for sure. You'll probably be fine. Oh, for
3: sure. You you just get the, the setup down. Usually, you can scrub to about three quarters of the way through the video, and you can see, okay, here's their setup. I'm just going to copy, you know, build my sunflowers first, get a row of sunflowers, get some defenses in front of that. You just kind of build rows of defenses until you get to the, you know, you build out the full thing.
4: And you also don't have to be perfect, right? So you can complete the levels. And from an achievement perspective, do you get like ratings and stuff? Or No, you really don't get ratings, at least Mm -hmm. in the campaign
3: mode. I'm looking through, Um, there is a mode where you have to do more of a horde mode where you have to survive a certain amount of waves.
4: Mm. As long as you actually just complete the level, even if you're like on the verge of dying, doesn't matter, you made it. Right, right. You can just kind of move on.
3: And so typically, if one zombie gets to the end of a row, you usually have a last line of defense there where it's you, you know depending on the level it's either like a lawn mower or if it's in the the water there's like a pool vacuum or you know something else for the roof level but there's usually like that last line of defense where if someone gets a zombie one zombie gets to that level it just kind of mows through and kills all the zombies on that row so you, you kind of have a little bit of protection there but if mm-hmm. someone else gets there then you're, you're done for
4: well, you completed the campaign. You got 5 out of 12 achievements for 75 whole gamer score. <laughs> uh, what you're left with looks like kind of a bit of miscellaneous stuff, and then the, I guess, is the horde mode, mm. uh, surviving 40 waves it looks like some of it it's hard to really tell most of it has been done by about i guess 15 to 20 percent of players 30 percent of players Uh so they look kind of doable the hard the 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 horde mode is definitely the hardest looking one right it's only been completed by seven percent do you have any plans to knock any of this stuff out
3: sure i uh definitely enjoy the gameplay in this game and while some of those are more challenging that's they're definitely not the prince of persia classic or the explosion mm-hmm. man level of just knocking your head against the wall kind of difficult mm-hmm. uh, challenges so yeah i would i'd definitely go back and finish this off at some point
4: yeah i'm kind of tempted to do it myself a little bit because i remember way 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 back when when this was kind of popular at the time i didn't ever play it on xbox but i did play it on my iPad, mainly. Mm-hmm. And then I did do the mobile version, the Windows Phone version, mm-hmm. but I never com- I, I never completed it before that that went down. Mm-hmm. I do right. enjoy the gameplay, so it's the kind of thing that kind of... Sometimes I'm looking in my collection and I'm thinking, eh, I kind of fancy that, but mm-hmm. I don't know, is it kind of dated now, maybe? Mm-hmm.
3: It's not a new shiny uh, object to grab your attention. It isn't,
4: but yeah. it's also kind of a classic in its own way. Oh, yeah. But anyway well done congratulations thank you campaign complete story complete was the story did it have a good ending
3: it um yeah it's it's there's 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 a lot of (laughs) um there's a lot of funny uh bits of humor that happen in the game and there's a song that happens at the
4: end Uh, yeah i seem to remember it's
3: enjoyable it's they they put Mm -hmm. uh, you can tell they put a lot of effort into that uh that song at the end that you're like, OK, yeah. I, I, you want to sit and watch through the whole thing because it's it's fun.
4: Yeah, I think that's kind of why it was popular as well, because it, it wasn't just like any other mobile game or, or, or kind of throwaway game. Mm-hmm. It, it felt like they'd put effort in. It's got a kind of a fun art style. It's cartoony. It, it's silly. Mm-hmm. I remember there being like z- disco zombies and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think that's what kind of made it successful as well. Is uh, it was it was kind of the kind of basic game, the core mechanic is is fine enough, but then it's kind of elevated by the fun silliness and Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff for sure. Uh, Now moving on, we're going to do two in one on this one, another uh, Xbox Live Arcade title. Uh, This one a little bit more. I guess, uh, (laughs) narrative-based. Something we've been more to get our teeth into on the story, Mm -hmm. kind of. Kind of. (laughs) Um, What have you got next?
3: Moving on to Outland, uh, the Mm. platformer Metroidvania Xbox Live Arcade title. The core mechanic of the game is that you kind of switch between uh, red and blue, or, or what they would say, light and dark energies. And... When you're the same color as uh, these orbs, so there will be like different orbs, blue orbs and red orbs that are kind of floating around in the level. And when you're the same color as that orb, it doesn't hurt you. But when you are a different color, it does. But it kind of uh, flips when you're uh, fighting enemies and you want to be the opposite color of whatever enemy you're fighting. Um, So you're kind of constantly having to keep track of, okay when to switch. Uh, it's, you know, it's got that platformer metroidvania aspect to it, but there's kind of, there's a lot of timing elements that have to happen with it too. Mm. Cause you know, there'll be times where the, the the whole screen just gets filled up with red and blue particles and you just have to figure out, okay, you, know, you kind of have to sort through the visual noise, I guess you would say, and just mm-hmm. kind of keep track of like, okay, I need to be in this kind of section while i'm blue and then i need to move over here and turn into red yeah that's kind of the the core mechanic of outland kind of what what makes it a little bit different i started it back in june of 2011
4: yeah only a couple of uh, months after it well a month basically after it released Mm -hmm. so uh was it something you again do you remember if it was something you were looking forward to or It,
3: it would not have been something that i would have known about i guess ahead of time mm-hmm. again it was probably one of those things where i was just on the xbox marketplace and just searching for hey what's a new game to pick up or or whatnot mm-hmm. uh, maybe you know my, i might have looked at the metacritic score or something at the time picked up something based off of that
4: yeah because i think it was quite warmly received mm-hmm. um, i seem to remember people saying it was decent not not like mind-blowing but but for an arcade title uh, it had it had decent uh, reviews, decent yeah. production value. It's a, I think, it's I think an it was 80, well received.
3: Eighty four on Metacritic, which is pretty good.
4: Definitely, yeah. So you made a start on it in June. Only got two achievements, mm-hmm. although one of those is for collecting ten marks of the god, which I think does require getting quite far into the game. Do you do you mm-hmm. recall how far you got into it at that point?
3: Looking at my achievements here, I can see that kind of that bridge, that gap between uh, Mm -hmm. where I started it for the story completion uh, challenge. And so I was essentially probably at the third boss is where I kind of got hung up on.
4: Yeah, so yeah, quite far in.
3: There's probably five bosses in the game. So I was a little over halfway, I think.
4: Yeah, and um, so I played this beginning to end last year and yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I liked the general vibe and the kind of core mechanic was it was interesting. Not great if you're colorblind. <laughs> uh, it was kind of interesting, but I uh, and it wasn't too long, so it didn't stay outside. It was welcome. But the bit I struggled with the most was the boss fights, mm-hmm. especially because it becomes like this, like you say, this kind of bullet hell kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Where there's just loads and loads and loads of things and you just gotta keep switching the colours to try and avoid them and
3: Do you remember which boss that you struggled with the most?
4: Every single one. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I'm not great at this kind of thing in general and I'm not a g I am not am not a skilled gamer. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I I tend to panic and choke when it comes to stuff that requires, you know, precise timing and combinations of button presses or you know, specific jumping or like precise shooting. Mm. Maybe I have it in me to do it, but then I, leading up to it, I'm like, I can't do this, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, and then you know, I choke basically and mm. do something stupid, um, and I do that again and again and again and again until I brute force it and then eventually succeed or mm-hmm. give up. This game. I did struggle with on those bosses, but I did. So I, I was kind of interested when you said you kind of got to any one of the bosses originally. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, that may have been a sticking point. Which one was that? Then?
3: The, uh, the spider boss. Um, mm. that, one, yes. that one was particularly. The uh, worst hard. thing about that
4: is uh, you don't start in the boss room. Mm-mm. As far as I recall from six months ago. <laughs> uh No well, almost a year ago now, actually, you have to replay a whole big section of the game leading up to the Spider. There's or like it's I, in it's in I, multiple stages. It's multiple stages, yep. Um, and then if you get to that last stage and you f- screw it up, it's quite a long right. uh, lead up. And that, I can right. imagine that getting frustrating um, mm-hmm. and being very easy to put down unless you have a motivation to right. push through.
3: And I think um, also too, um, I'd said it, I I did come back to it a few times I remember, but because it was a uh, rather difficult spot to to <laughs> to play it at, and mm-hmm. I you know betr- having time between uh, playing it, I kind of forgotten some of the core mechanics, and you know so I'm trying to like relearn the mechanics, but also playing it at this rather difficult spot in the game.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So what I actually ended up doing, I don't know when exactly I did that. Maybe it was when, when I started the story contest was I actually went back to the very beginning of the game just to like kind of reorient myself with like the core mechanics. And then once I got comfortable enough, I was like, okay, I'm going to switch back over to my other save and, mm-hmm. and play it from where I, where I left off at. Um, and that seemed to, to help kind of ease into that again
4: it's an interesting thing with these kind of going back to the backlog kind of contests and things like that because that's a dilemma you face is um like i've been dive games a lot so (laughs) often if i go back to a game i've been dove i will just start it again right because i'm like well it was only like five or ten minutes right whatever i'll take the hit (laughs) Uh, because i'd rather not have to recall but if you're like halfway through yeah or more it's like I don't want to restart because that's a lot of time lost Mm -hmm. but also I have no clue (laughs) what I'm doing how this works what's going on so like you have to kind of cog yourself back into that Mm -hmm. or make a decision to start fresh depending on the game I guess right right but you did it you pushed through
3: yeah and and, you know I really did enjoy it Um, as I kind of got past that um, for me what was kind of a uh, difficulty spike in the game and then mm-hmm. yeah once i got through that i, I really got to what the the dragon boss he you know he he took a few attempts but um i kind of was in the groove at that point and you know didn't find it as frustrating I had the motivation to push through i think that that's a, a key thing with a bunch of these old games that are on my tag is just really having the motivation to push through and not just to put it down for something else at the time.
4: Yeah, 100% that. I'm going back to these Sonic games at the moment and previously having given up on them very quickly multiple times, I'm like really psyching myself to push through them. Mm -hmm. and It's worth it. It's worth it when you get to the end (laughs) and then you go, you know, yeah, did it finally. Good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you pushed through. So you did between kind of mid-February and end of April. Mm -hmm. You kind of spread it out a little bit. Um, I guess amongst other things
3: they were um, to be honest I think February and March it was in my random to-do list and at the time it was uh, I just had a standard list so I knew like okay I need to go specifically for these achievements and you know they were kind of miscellaneous achievements that I could knock out Mm -hmm. and then in April I said okay I'm gonna make the full push to to get it done and Mm. that's when it happened.
4: Nice, nicely done. And um, from a story perspective, the narrative is not <laughs> very, it's all kind of loosey goosey, mystical, yeah, it's, nonsense, it's, really, isn't it's, it? It's, it's a, just it's a
3: very generic kind of, really, the plot is just a very skeletal excuse for <laughs> the mechanics of the game. Yes. In the gameplay yeah i think you you play as a warrior and you're you know things are happening to the world and you're having to like go try to restore the balance between light and dark so that's the whole mechanic is light and dark and then at the end the boss you know has light and dark that you're trying to help bring that into balance i guess you'd say Mm -hmm. it's not (laughs) there's 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 a reason you probably don't remember too much of it you know uh there's a few like between each boss there's like a little text slide that says something you know they say something about the boss and about how each boss was like once a a creature that was like in in balance or in you know doing things well and then they the darkness kind of corrupted them and you know you're that's why you had to face this corrupted Mm. being but yeah again it's it's nothing uh, you, <laughs> it's a very
4: very short story if you were to make it a book <laughs> yeah yeah and it's yeah it's all kind of this fake mystical nonsense right but yeah it serves it serves the game and it serves the mechanics and it doesn't get in the way of the game too right. much so right. that's fine so you have uh, been left with nine achievements out of 12 again this is an early XPLA game so only 12 achievements only 200 games score of which you have 115 so over half What you're left with is three achievements. And one of them is for defeating a boss without taking any damage, which sounds tricky. But if you go back and face that first initial Mm -hmm. boss, it's actually very, very doable. Um, I think it took me a few attempts still because, you know, like I say, I suck. Um, But actually, the pattern on that first one is very, very predictable and it's not bullet hell like the other ones. Right. So, you know, you just basically, I think you let him attack you, you jump over his sword, you, mm-hmm. you know, The, ha- hit him, you, the you hardest know, you just part is the, uh,
3: the rainfall that happens.
4: Yes, but I think it's fairly what pre- like once you see where the gaps are Mm. i think you can kind of predict where to go and it's not too bad Uh, it just takes a few you know it just Mm -hmm. takes a few goes and and then you're done so that one's doable i think um the other one is the collectibles Mm -hmm. um did did you try and do them as you went along Mm -hmm. obviously it's a metroidvania so there's a lot of backtracking involved yeah if you want to get all of them with the abilities that you unlock
3: I did not necessarily prioritize getting those along the way, mm-hmm. but being a Metroidvania and that you kind of, there's not really a necessarily a point of no return um, as, you know, when you start out at the end of the game, you're like right before the final boss and you can teleport yes. anywhere and backtrack anywhere. So, mm-hmm. So, yeah. I definitely see myself going back and, and cleaning those up uh, at some point.
4: Yeah, and it is it is very easy. Like, once you've got all your abilities, it's just a case of, you know, going back and I think there's a few challenge kind of room type things that you have to do, and there's maybe one or two trickier ones, but nothing harder than the main game. You know, right. it's not like there's an extra challenge to getting them. And then the final one is... A really stupid, (laughs) pain in the bum, unnecessary grind. It's like, it's a precursor to all of those Windows Phone games that had completely stupid grinds and stuff like, obviously, like, seriously, obviously came out with, with, you know. There's like a, a currency within the game. And when you kill enemies, they drop this currency, doubloons, and you can collect it and and use it. And throughout the entire course of the game, do you you recall how much you've earned?
3: I think somewhere around 300,000, maybe?
4: 300,000. And that's playing like the whole game. Yeah, 350, maybe. Yeah. And, you know, even if you went back to get all those extra collectibles, you're not going to get much more naturally than that. Right. But this achievement asks you to get 1 million. And it's completely pointless because you've got everything you need <laughs> out of the game from, what, 300,000? Yeah. So it is a completely redundant and mm. pointless grind. It is. It just makes no sense. It's one of these things where you just think, why? There is no value you're getting out of the game right. doing this. And the only way to do it is by basically um, exploiting a certain area of mm-hmm. the map where uh, you can just, you know for a few hours i think it was (laughs) uh, keep repeating the same section Mm. kill a bunch of dudes get to a checkpoint die reload do it again do it again do it again do it again and it's it's painful and boring and tedious and stupid um (laughs) and it's one of these things that kind of erodes your enjoyment of the game yeah yeah you spend like what five or six hours on the game and have finished it all up and it's great and then you've got another few hours of needless grinding on top of that
3: that's the point of the game that i would call commitment remorse where you you, you've enjoyed the game you've you enjoyed what you got out of it and then but you're committed to okay i have one achievement left i need to complete this and get get the completion and you you just have commitment remorse because you're not enjoying your last several hours of playing Mm -hmm. that game
4: yeah i think it's literally about two hours two or three hours just doing that same thing again and again and I think I spread it out over a few days you know half an hour a day basically mm-hmm. of doing that and you know doing it that way it's perfectly doable it's just like you kind of mm. resent it right mm. it's 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 not fun do you think you're going to do it?
3: <laughs> probably
4: <laughs> yeah get that completion
3: <laughs> I, I'm not against grindy uh, it's the stupidly difficult ones that I, I um, tend to avoid
4: it's a perfect opportunity to listen to some good podcasts
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a podcast
4: (laughs) (laughs) you're on it oh okay so outland another one bites the dust two more knocked out it's been a pleasure talking to you gt3 option fan and thank you for completing two more of your never-ending stories thanks true